Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful day. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. Did Hagman on Friday night. Great show, as always. And I saw earlier that a former U.S. Army General Colin Powell has departed the planet. He basically has uh, checked out over the weekend at Walter Reed Hospital. My condolences to the family. They did say that he was fully vaccinated and that he died from COVID-19 complications. And what's interesting, I looked up pretty much like five different articles on him, and they all said the exact same thing verbatim. They did not say he died from COVID. They said he died from COVID-19 complications, which I don't know. They're they're keeping hush-hush on it, but I find it very odd that he was allegedly fully injected with whatever brand they gave him, probably Pfizer, and uh, now he's no longer with us. And so, again, there's so much stuff that's starting to happen, and people are really starting to wake up. And remember, the COVID-19 boogeyman is only going to last so long. Okay, you got to understand this. This can only go on for so long to where people finally reach a point where they say, no more. We're just done with this. We're just going to basically ignore everything you have to say, pretty much like we've done in Florida and Texas. And now what I'm starting to see now is the slow release of the carbon passports, which this is a topic that got brought up even last year. And it's starting to be brought out very slowly now to bring in the next boogeyman, as you see, in the next couple of years. This is what's going to come out. Remember, I've always said this before. You can look back throughout the United States, especially through all the psychological operations we've had. There always has to be a boogeyman. There always has to be the Taliban or al-Qaeda or ISIS or domestic terrorists or homegrown terrorists or COVID. There has to be a constant boogeyman to keep people in a perpetual state of fear in order to control their thoughts and control their actions. Nothing is even more clear than that than an article that just came out from the Financial Post. It's titled, Terrence Cochran. From vaccine passports to personal carbon passports, get ready for Climate 21 fossil fuel virus lockdowns. Oh, yeah. They're starting to throw it out here now right in front of everybody. And they said the policy creep from COVID-19 to climate hit the pages of Nature Sustainability in the journal last month in an article promoting personal carbon allowances. It says the policy window of opportunity provided by the COVID-19 crisis in combination with the need to address the worsening climate and biodiversity crisis makes it possible for individuals to be allocated personal carbon allowances. And then later on, it essentially says, in short, the COVID-19 passports will be seceded by personal carbon passports. Right there in the article. They're blatantly saying this. This is what I've constantly been trying to inform people about is this injection, this vaccine is nothing about safety or health or public safety or any of that. What it's designed to do is to get a platform into the entire society that then rolls in a social credit score on steroids, which will be the personal carbon tax allowance. And the explanation of what they're saying here is in order to keep the climate control, you know, basically the climate change under control – You're going to basically receive tokens, and you're going to have a climate passport or a COVID – or not a COVID, a uh, carbon passport. And so when you go to fill up your fuel in your car, you're going to have to use a token, 
in order to be able to pay to get gas. And what happens is you're only going to have, say, roughly 10 tokens per month, and then it replenishes the next month. Well, what happens is if you don't, if you burn up all of your carbon tokens because you were driving too much or you were going out too much or you were buying too much meat at the store, then you have to go back in and replenish your tokens and spend more money at an extremely elevated price in order to get what you need. This is what happens when you have unchecked tyranny. This is why nobody has a right to tell another person you have to be injected with something against your will in order to protect me. You don't have that right. Nobody has that right. But they're trying to coerce everybody into doing it in order to bring in this group thing, so to speak, that everything you do has to be about somebody else. You have to stop driving your car for their protection. you got to get the injection for their protection. This is what they're showing, and what we're seeing now is the pushback is greater than we even anticipated now. I'm glad to see this in a lot of sectors. They're now saying that TSA employees were officially reporting 40% of TSA employees have refused to get the shot. Now an insider who's a TSA manager at one of the top 10 U.S. airports has now come out and said that it's 60% of the agency is refusing to get the injection. And at the same time now, we're seeing the U.S. Navy Secretary under Lloyd Austin is now threatening to make Navy SEALs pay back the cost of their training if they don't get injected. Yeah, this mandatory vaccine mandate on the U.S. military, a growing number of Navy SEALs are seeking religious exemptions for the government's vaccine mandate, exactly what I've been talking about. Now they're going on and they're putting in a policy saying that if the SEALs decline the vaccine, the Navy may seek to recover from each individual SEAL the money the government has spent on their training. Alongside of that, any type of applicable bonuses, special and incentive pays? What? I don't know how they can possibly enforce this legally. I'm not sure. I mean, I I could see them maybe doing a dishonorable discharge or court-martial or something like that, but I've never heard a precedent of being able to come in and if a military member declines an injection due to a religious exemption, you're basically going to try to sue them to pay back their training. I I don't personally think this can be done from a legal standpoint, but I don't know. This is outside of my scope from legal bounds. This is what we're starting to see become so bizarre. But remember, a lot of this stuff we're seeing is all theater. A lot of this, what we're seeing, is being done intentionally to bluff a lot of people. You've seen now uh, Delta Airlines has now fully reversed their stance, and they are not going to mandate the shot for their employees after basically they saw what happened on Southwest last week. They're they're not going to do it, and I commend them for actually standing up for this because, remember, I talked to a buddy about this last night. He had stopped by, and I told him, I said, there is no executive order for a vaccine mandate for companies with 100 employees or more. There is nothing on the Federal Register about vaccine mandates. There's nothing that OSHA has put on the books yet with vaccine mandates. Only thing that happened was a press release. That is it. Nothing else has happened. And if OSHA actually tries to do this, they're going to fall into a huge, huge legal nightmare because there are already numerous, like 22 U.S. attorney generals or two, uh, U.S. generals that have basically said they're going to sue. There's been dozens of law firms now that I've heard that are already saying they're going to take a lot of these cases on pro bono if they have to. So what you're going to have happen is this is going to turn into a giant nightmare from a legal standpoint. But again, 
if you bluff everybody and you actually don't do anything from a legal standpoint, you just put out the word mandate. Their mandate's not a law. There's no enforcement of a mandate. You can try to force somebody to do something by saying it's mandated. That doesn't mean it's a law. This is what we're seeing now over and over and over, and this is why I've told everybody. Getting this shot isn't anything even just about health. I mean, it is. Obviously, it's a huge factor that. We've talked about that in detail. But it goes way, way deeper than that. And when you got articles from the Financial Post coming out basically saying the vaccine passports are going to be succeeded by personal carbon passports, it's very, very clear where this is headed and why they're being so adamant about this now and trying to roll out the passports in New York and California and forcing people that they can't even basically go into restaurants and buy food or go into stores without showing your passport. This is where it's going to go. And once you desensitize the populace to this, then they can roll out the carbon passports. And then you, you think it's going to be restrictive. Wait till that stuff goes into place if we actually let that happen. That's why it's so important. Make sure you're still using cash some. Make sure you're still basically staying prepped with anything you need because what's going to happen is as we're seeing the supply line chains intentionally shorted and intentionally slowed down, you're seeing now the cost of everything is starting to go up dramatically and getting things in general. I saw an article earlier basically from a uh, from the school system. It was from ABC News. They said supply chain, supply chain woes hit school cafeterias leaving administrators scrambling to make meals. Now, we know that there's literally tens of thousands of cargo ships all over right now sitting, waiting in ports. They can't get stuff off their their boats. This is being intentionally done, again, to slow down the velocity of money so we don't see hyperinflation and also, too, to cause a crisis that they can come back in. And when I say they, I mean the banker boys and come back in and try to put in complete and total dominant control when they start to rebuild the financial sector. That's, in my opinion, at least what's happening, Dan. What do you think? Uh, I think you're absolutely right, Austin. I think that the, the, the bankers, the Kabbalists, are in complete control of everything right now, except for the word of God and Christians and who we are and what we can and can't say. I had someone say to me the other day, uh, Pat, she Text me and she says, well, if they take us to a FEMA camp, I'm going to be there with you and Sharon. <laughs> I started laughing and I said, basically agreed. And I'll be preaching to the FEMA camp if I have to go. But the reality is I'm not planning on going to a FEMA camp. How about that? How about I'm not getting on the last train to Auschwitz? I'm just not planning on doing that. Now, the problem that we run into are traffic stops. You know, we get these folks out there and they basically pull you over for a traffic stop and suddenly you have multiple cop, cop cars around you like you just saw in Oklahoma in, the, in a, basically a, uh, how should I say, a, a asset forfeit seizure thing again that happened the last couple of days in which a, a group of people were going to buy some property in Oklahoma and they had some cash with them and the cops pulled them for absolutely no reason at all, took all their money instead of drug related, which is complete nonsense. They could do the same thing if they bring you and drag you out of the car. And basically handcuff you and arrest you, which, by the way, I've had done to me before, and it's pretty awful. And the, the sad part about it is, is that when that happens to you, and there's six or eight guys grabbing you, there's not a whole lot you can do. Be honest with you, it's really not. And and so, you know, we've got to think through this before we allow this to happen. Look, look what they're doing in Australia right now. They're actually walking around checking people's drink cups to make sure that they are not wearing, you know, we're carrying a drink cup so they don't have to wear a mask. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, it's just it's unreal what's happening globally. And, and my deepest condolences to, to the family of Colin Powell, 
Uh, he's he was fully vaccinated, and some people are saying now that it was because of vaccine side effects that he died. He was 84 years old. I knew him very well. Spent a lot of time with him back in the 80s. Excuse me, back in the 90s, he was a really good man. I was on the seminar circuit with him for years when he's in the late when he's in his early 50s and early 50s and early 60s. He's a really, really, really good man. And uh, I'm, I'm going to miss O'Colin. And my deepest condolences to the family of Russ Dizdar. You know, Russ has died this, you know, last night, I believe it was, or the night before. And his wife is fighting for her life right now. And we're going to talk about that right now as far as what we can do. But, guys, listen to me. A lot of patriots are not aware of the fact that this COVID stuff they're giving us, these bioweapons that they're releasing, they're not the same thing. I've had this stuff three times. Three times I've recovered from it. February a year and a half ago, last March, last August, July, August, I had it. This is not something that's going to go away. They're going to keep releasing different variants, and you're not going to develop antibodies against this. Just like the vaccine doesn't produce any antibodies at all, it's going to make it worse because it will make you manufacture spike proteins. You won't be able to produce antibodies if you come down with it again. Ask Colin Powell. So this is the thing that we've got to understand. It's important that we take supplements. You've got to keep your immune system strong. For some reason, patriots feel as though they're invincible and they can do whatever they want to do, and they're never going to die. It's really important that we understand that you know there's a high probability that a lot of people are going to pass away from this and go on to be with the Lord. You say, well, that's not the worst thing that could happen. But you know, the worst thing that happen is you end up going to hell, and these patriots that are Christians are going to go to heaven. But but the reality is this: you know, we got to fight. We got to keep fighting. And these guys are going to do everything they possibly can to get you exposed to this stuff. You know, I was reading an article the other day, and I was listening to an audio the other day, and it was talking about how John Lennon was killed and how some people think it was a CIA hit because he's going to come out and start talking about what was really happening with the Beatles back in the 60s. And Some people feel that Paul McCarthy died in an automobile accident in 1966. Yeah, that's probably news for a lot of you guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the reality is, is that, you know, the CIA worked, you know, with Laurel Canyon and the music industry for years and with the movie industry to put out all kinds of subversive movies. They're the ones who really pushed the, the, the whole LSD movement. And so what we need to understand is, hang on a second. I think a drink of water, but what we have to understand is that whole movement was put in there basically via the Frankfurt School and through the MK Ultra program, which was a continuation of the concentration camp experiments. And so we have to ask ourselves a question. What can we do as Christians? I mean, what do we need to do as far as what we're willing to do and what we're not willing to do, what we're willing to say and not willing to say? I had a pastor friend of mine. I sent him an article the other day, and this guy's also a top evangelist, evangelical, you know, on uh, on TV. And I asked him, a, you know, a question. I, taught, I sent him some stuff as far as what we should do as Christians and what we shouldn't do as Christians, as far as how much involvement are we going to have or should we have as far as political matters. And he, and he sent me a really, really, really long text back. I mean, he really did. And I and I want to I'm going to give him the honor of reading this. So I'm not going to be messing his name because I don't agree with this. But I want to give you the basic mindset of where people are today and what they really believe. Now, here's what he said. He goes, Ted, I'm here to remind you that Jesus Christ, God's only son, was sent to redeem sinful man, that he died a martyr's death so that you and I could have our sins forgiven, past, present, and future sin, and spend all eternity with him in the new heaven and new earth. The pulpit, now listen to me, this is where I disagree with him. The pulpit has been given for only one reason, and that's to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, why he came, why he died and rose the third day, victorious over sin and death, 
and teach the Bible. He did not suffer and bleed and die for politics. The gospel, the gospel and politics are separate. Remember, we could have politics exactly correct and die without Christ and spend eternity in hell. If I have to die before the gospel, not, if I have to die made before the gospel, not for politics, he's not writing this clearly. Love you and your wonderful blessed family. And here's what I said to him. I said, I agree with you that the politics are not something we need to discuss. And in fact, I personally am a political agnostic. I could care less, but we have to stand against evil. Teaching young children to be gay in the school systems and being transgender is evil. We have to stand against evil. To me, personally, I've become a political agnostic. I serve only Jesus, the most high God, and politics is a waste of time. You know, we all saw that with Donald Trump. Partisan politics has been used to divide us for hundreds of years. The only thing that should be our benchmark, benchmark is the word of God. Now, there's a couple, several other questions, you know, that I, that I presented to him, and I'm going to go ahead and discuss this now. Number one, should politics be discussed? Yes, in church. I agree. I think it should be. But it shouldn't basically circumvent the word of God being preached, the scripture being preached. I believe that, too. But you need to tell the whole story. If you're going to discuss candidates and their beliefs, both good and bad, do that. Both sides, both Republican, Democratic, whatever party they're running for. Talk about how they feel about the abortion, about the gay issues. Talk about unkept promises. And remember, keep it nonpartisan. I wouldn't endorse any particular candidate. I let the, I let the church decide on what they want to do. Now, again, I've become a political agnostic, but I also believe that we have to discuss these things with our church members and the fellow believers to let them know what we believe. Now, I would also talk about abortion, and I would then I would bring up the scriptures about thou shalt not kill, and I'd say this is killing. And that's why I would do all of that stuff if I had a church and I was talking to a congregation. I would bring it up, so let them be decided on what they want to do. Number two, many in the church, especially believe pastors, you know, they don't care about them anymore. Because the pastors are not discussing what's happening. For they're losing jobs from their vaccines. They're dying from the vaccines. They're being persecuted from vaccines. And they want the pastor to give them some type of hope about what's going on and why we have all this stuff happening in the United States. Number three, a lot of pastors are basically confusing their congregation by pushing Romans 8, in which we have to obey the law of the land, which if that's vaccines, that means we have to take the vaccines or we're not going to be good little Christians. It doesn't say that. Whenever the Bible contradicts what the what the what these what the church what the whenever the Bible contradicts what the politicians say, you've got to go with what the Bible says. Period. If it's Bible says, if the if they tell you that abortion's okay, because a lot of these churches now they're okay with abortion, they're okay with transgenders, they're okay with all of this stuff. My thing is this: Why are the pastors not at the school board meetings protesting transgenders? and gay, and cultural Marxism, and all of the things that have destroyed the United States of America and the Frankfurt School. Why are the pastors not down there? Heck, why aren't the elders and deacons down there? You know, Austin was on a show just last week, and he was talking about how he and I were at the school board, and how we were the only two men down there, and pretty much everybody else were women. Now, ladies, I'm not condemning you for this. I think it's wonderful that you're down there. What I'm doing with you men is I'm saying this, what's wrong with you? I'm being serious now. Why are you not at the school board meetings talking about transgenders and cultural Marxism? And some of you may say, I'm scared to speak publicly. Okay, I got that. That's a big fear for a lot of people. Okay, I understand that. So what I suggest you do is you write out what you're going to say and just read it. That's the easiest way to do it. A lot of people did that. They would read a statement into the microphone. you know. And if you're scared to do that, 
Find somebody who's not scared and have them go as your advocate and read that. But men, listen to me. I, I don't know what the deal is. You know, why is it that only, only two of us, me and Austin, showed up at the school board, school board meeting? And it's very important that we all do this. They say, well, now the FBI is going to be there. They're going to be checking up on us. So what? What are they going to do? Say something bad to you because you're believing what the word of God says? Quote scripture if you need to. Make them realize that these school board officials are accountable to us. And then vote. And many of you need to run for school board in your districts. You know, Austin made it very clear on the show he did last week that <laughs> we don't even have children in the school system when we were down there talking. I homeschooled all four of our children. You know, we never put anybody into the public school. We had the young kids in a, you know, in a private school for a couple of years. And then they got all weird, went woke on us. And I had enough of them. And I took the kids out and we homeschooled them. You don't have to comply with these dictates. You really don't have to. And also remember this too. Number, number four, that was number four. Number five, if you don't do what's right, God's going to replace you. He's going to put somebody else in your position. I saw this years ago. We had a pastor who basically was allowing some bad stuff to happen with a youth minister and some of the kids in the, in the church who were in the youth group who basically this youth minister was married. And we tried to get this pastor. I talked to him and talked to several of the elders, and they wouldn't replace him. But he finally ended up bankrupting the church. He got replaced anyhow. You know, you will be replaced sooner or later. People find out your sin. And now this pastor is all about vaccines. He's all about wearing the mask. He's all about governmental compliance. It's ridiculous. I had no idea that his, he was this compromised. It's really important that we understand that you can't be that way. Now, remember, if you allow the government to dictate what you're going to do in your church, they will require your compliance. And nobody's, you're not going to be neutral in this. You, you will be giving – pastor, listen to me. You'll be given sermon topics. You'll be basically forbidden the use of certain scriptures. You'll be monitored and you will be controlled. You think this is going to go sideways for you? It's going to go sideways for you. The lines have been drawn in the sand. We now know that the COVID people and the non-vaccinated and the unvaccinated and the real vaccinated and whatever vaccinated you want to call it, what category you want to be in, they're drawing a dividing line among all of us right now trying to create a new civil war. You know, Klaus Schwab is saying that he's going to recreate mankind in their own image, the Kabbalist image. That's what they're planning on doing. That's why they're injecting you with all this RNA and DNA changing stuff. It's so important to realize that they're going to do everything they possibly can to make you stop preaching the word of God. And remember this too, Pastor, number seven. If you're focusing on your woke members, you're going to lose everything that counts. You're going to lose your freedom. You're going to lose your faith. You're going to lose your life. You're going to lose the word. You're going to lose everything. Because you're focusing on woke members. Well, I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Wait a minute. I can't go down to that doggone school board meeting. Don't you know something, Ted? If I go down there, they're going to be protested out in front of my churches. Well, yeah, how about that? How about that? How about if the transgenders start protesting in front of your churches and people realize that you're standing for the word of God and you're going to lose a few of your woke members? You know what you'll do? You'll gain a whole bunch of new members that aren't woke. I'm letting you know that. You will get a huge, whole bunch of new members that aren't woke. You can remember that. It's very important you understand that. And also remember this too. You need to be more soul conscious. And you need to realize that when you don't teach the people the word of God in your church, when you don't do that and you allow them to continue to walk in sin and perversion and you don't talk to them about repentance, are they even saved? Is their very soul at risk here because you want them to be woke? I mean, Pastor, wake up. You think about it. Listen, my dear friends, you know, the world should be scared of the Christian church like they used to be. You know, we have so much authority through prayer. 
they should be scared that they're going to be on our prayer list. They really should be. You know, these Nazi brown shirts, they're upon us. They really are. And they'll be bringing death with them. And if that's going to be in the form of a needle, well, we need to be prepared for that. And we have to understand something, that these battle lines have been drawn. And they are using the vax as a divider, just like they did in the Civil War with slavery. You know, this weekend, Austin, we were at a wedding. I didn't go to the wedding. It was at the hotel we were staying at. And we sat out in front of the tent by the swimming pool, which was a public area, and we listened to some music. And finally, some lady walked over to us, and we were sitting next to the pool in a lounge chair. And we were real close to the pool. She walked up to us, and she says, do you mind if I take a few photos? I'm here with the wedding. I said, no, go right ahead. And I asked her, I said, let me ask you a question. I said, uh, are you enjoying the wedding? And she goes, yeah. And I said, now let me ask you another question. Are they requiring vaccinations to be at the wedding? She goes, absolutely, yes. It was on the invitation. If you're not vaccinated, you weren't invited. Wow. I said, whoa. And I said, uh, so you couldn't come to the wedding? She goes, well, I said, did they check your vaccine passport before you came to the wedding? She goes, no, they didn't check passports, but I've been fully vaxxed. And I said, well, did you have COVID? She goes, well, yeah, I had COVID. And she goes, and I said, did you get vaccinated after the COVID? She goes, well, yeah. And I looked at her, I said, why would you do that? She goes, well, because they told me that I need to and I want to be able to travel. And I said, she said to me kind of funny. She said, well, you know, it's kind of strange because I've got two of my friends right now. They're, you know, in their 70s. And one of them, they both came down. They both got vaccinated. They didn't go anywhere besides the grocery store. And they both went to the grocery store one day after they were vaccinated within a week or so. And the husband came down with COVID. And he died in a hospital after they, you know, put him on a ventilator. And now his wife's in the same hospital. And she's dying on a ventilator. And they were both vaccinated. Hey, Colin Powell is totally vaccinated, too. Guys, this is the eugenics protocol. we got to realize what they're doing. Spoke, so I said to her, I said, well, you need to write this down. Write down remdesivir. And she goes, what is that? I said, it's a drug they're using to basically destroy the kidneys. It's basically been used for 18 months to basically re- massively reduce the population of the planet. And, you know, she didn't write it down. And there's no way she's going to remember the word remdesivir. No way. It's on the beach the same day, earlier that day. And I was talking to a guy, and he was from D.C. And he said they destroyed D.C. now because all the restaurants are closed. It's awful. And he said that, you know, he, he just returned from Africa on safari. And I asked him, I said, well, that's really a nice trip. I said, I went on safari about 20 years ago. It was a lot of fun. I said, how'd you get over there? He goes, oh, I had to be vaccinated. He goes, I said, well, have you had the COVID? He goes, we well, already had the COVID. I said, oh, did you get vaccinated? He goes, yeah. I said, why did you get vaccinated when you know it's dangerous? He goes, oh, because I wanted to travel and have my life. And I said, oh, that's why you went, that's why you went there. I said, you realize how dangerous these vaccines are? Oh, yeah, they're horrible. I got unbelievably sick from it the second time I, when I took the booster shots. I'm like, oh, okay. So you took the vaccine? Yeah, that's what said. So I thought, okay. So remember, the woke church is basically doing this vaccination and they're requiring the church to get the vaccination. Okay. This is the woke church. This is the vaccination church. But they stopped preaching Jesus a long time ago. They're steeped in sin and unbelief. They have no visible repentance in these woke churches. The Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no, your nay be nay. So people say, are you going to get the vaccine? Well, I don't know yet. Where's the yes? Where's the no? Everybody's hedging on all of this stuff. You know, we got to remember something. You know, when you get there should be no forced vaccines. There shouldn't be no gay allowed in the church as far as what the gay teachings are. There should be no transgender teachings and saying it's okay in the churches. There should be no forced quarantine concentration camps. The answer is going to always be no. It's always no. You know, sometimes I feel that, you know, me and Austin and, and you, my listeners, my brothers and sisters in Christ, sometimes I feel that we have more in common with the patriots in this world than we do with the woke Christians. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes I feel we have more in common with the patriots of this world than we do with the woke Christians who basically are totally and completely compromised. I mean, it's, it's sad to me. It really, really is. They're, they're disgustingly compromised. You know, remember what the Bible says. If you destroy God's 
temple, he will destroy you. It says that. Does that mean if you take an injection that's going to destroy your DNA that he will destroy you? Well, probably the injection itself will destroy you. He'll allow you to be destroyed. You know, Klaus Schwab again, is, he said he's going to remake us and he's our new creator. What a sicko this guy is. You know, I think Klaus, Klaus Schwab is a sick weirdo. And I'm going to resist him with every fiber of my being. I will always do that. Remember this, guys, these knee-bending beta males. Brad always likes to use that term. These knee-bending beta males with their zero authority over themselves or their wives or their family are basically ridiculous. Jesus was not a beta male. Let me read you the scripture of the day. This is important. Revelation 19, verse 11. Now listen to me on this. Ask me if Jesus is a beta male after you hear this, because he's not. He's a type A, hardcore, alpha male. Listen to this. I saw heaven open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one but he himself. He is written that on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. That's, that's not like a beta to me. I'll repeat it. He's dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean, coming out of his mouth a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. Jesus. He is not a beta. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Guys, if Jesus is our mentor, if we're to emulate him, if we're to be alpha males, it means we're not going to be beta males. People say that Jesus was a beta. He wasn't a beta. That's what they tried to make you believe. It's not true. Not true at all. You know. So what I've learned is this. If I sow the seed of the word, this podcast grows. If I talk to you about Jesus, this podcast grows. And I'm going to tell you this again. If you do what the scripture tells you to do, your life will be good. It really will be. Okay. But what if the scripture questions your traditions? Are you going to go with what the scripture says or are you going to maintain your traditions? Jesus condemned the Pharisees of that. He said they've nullified the word of God for the sake of their traditions. Once you learn that the Schofield Bible is a commentary only used and only developed to promote Zionism by the Kabbalists, the New World Order, and by the high-level Masonic lodges from the last 200 years, are you going to stop reading the Schofield Reference Bible? Are you going to start questioning if Israel wants to go kill Palestinians, it's okay. If Israel wants to start World War III and destroy the planet, it's okay. None of that's okay. So when you start reading and learning, you've got to start asking yourself these questions. Remember, the Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and ever. People say to me, well, I don't believe in healing today. Well, that's nice. I believe that God will heal you. I really do. So if, if you don't believe in healing, guess what? I'll, I'll send you a McDonald's gift card. How about that? How about I send you a McDonald's gift card if you don't believe in healing? That way you can quickly lose your health and die from some sickness and disease. And so many people out there right now, they're not taking care of themselves. They're 100 pounds overweight. They're 200 pounds overweight. They're 300 pounds overweight. They're on all these medications, but they won't change their diet. They won't stop eating junk. I had a man call me this morning. He's got massive kidney problems, up and down with kidney function. But he won't stop eating and drinking things contaminated with glyphosate or Roundup. And I keep telling him, look. You can't keep doing this or you're going to end up losing your kidney function. You're going to be on a transplant list. You've got to stop this. You know, a lot of people, and this is sad, 
they read the book of moron. They don't read the Bible. They read the book of moron. You know, like, like Bill, like Hillary Clinton's It Takes a Village. It's a book of the morons. And they read all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, I had a teacher that I knew for many years ago and I sent her some links about what the world really was doing. And she sent me an email back. I want you to know that I, I feel you're sending out dangerous and misleading information. I'm like, because I'm quoting actual statistics. I'm giving you actual information. I'm putting out dangerous, misleading information. I, t- I text her back and I said, I'll tell you what, how about this? How about I won't contact you again? How about you'll never hear from me again? I'm good with that. I said, but I'm not going to be compromised. Remember, when you get these liberals involved in your life, you got to ask yourself a question. Do you want to listen to them or do you want to listen to the word of God? And the big problem is the vast majority of liberals, including quote, liberal Christians, if there really is such a thing, they've been completely compromised because of their beliefs and because they haven't stood by the word of God. Remember, the more you – now listen to me. This is so important. The more you embrace the word of God, the more narrow your path will become. I'm going to say it again. The more you embrace the word of God, the more narrow your path will become because you realize that God's got certain rules that he wants you to follow. Listen to me. I am not going to adapt my beliefs to feel good and to be woke and to do whatever the world tells me to do and ignore the word of God. I'm not going to do that, and I'm never going to do that on this show. And remember this. If you have a problem in your life, if you've got something you need to work on, you've got to do something. You got transgenders in your school. You got a woke school system. You got to do something. If you're 20, 30, 40, 100, 200, 300 pounds overweight, hey, it's about time to do something, isn't it? If you don't feel good, you need to do something. If you're compromising what you're doing or what you're thinking, maybe you need to get back into the Word of God and start reading the Bible on a regular basis. Maybe you need to do something. And that's the problem, isn't it? We don't want to do something. We want to just have everything happen for us and have everybody wait on us and make them think that it's okay if, if we don't do anything. And that's what the woke church is all about, isn't it? Just to hear wait around and listen to the pastor go, if you give me money, you'll be blessed. And all of a sudden he flies off in his private jet and goes to one of his multiple mansions. I know people like this, by the way. And you sit back and go, wait a minute. You know, I'm struggling to pay the bills. This guy's flying around in his private jet, but he's not talking about anything with COVID. He's not talking about anything that they talk about on the Ted Nelson Brower show. He just talks about, if you give me money, you'll be blessed. Think of the positive things. No. Guys, listen to me. The world right now is in a mess. And the church needs to come to its rescue. And it needs to get off its laurels. And it needs to stop being compromised and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. But we have to do something. We have to take action. If that means going to that school board meeting, that town meeting, that city hall meeting, that county commissioner meeting, do something and don't let these guys get away with it. Don't pretend like you don't know about it. Don't pretend like you can't be involved. Do something. Austin, what do you think? That's well said. You're exactly right. Being active and proactive now is the only option a lot of this stuff. And as you said a minute ago, the battle lines, so to speak, have already been drawn on this. You, you don't have to look very hard to figure this out. I mean that sincerely. This has gotten very, very evident on how this is either freedom and a republic and a maintenance of the American that we knew – or this is basically compromising and giving in. There is only two options right now in this whole thing because this is not about a shot anymore. This is not about an immunization or a vaccine or whatever name they want to call it. 
It's, that is the topic of the day. That is the conflict of the time. But that is not what this is about. This is all about dominance and control. And that's exactly right as far as what we've seen now with a lot of these churches is nobody wants to offend anybody anymore. Nobody wants to say what's going on. Nobody wants to basically say the truth of what's really happening. And that's not a good place for us to be. I mean, look, look at the compromise aspect that we have with the FDA. You know, with Scott Gutley, basically the former FDA commissioner, now he's on the board of Pfizer. Dr. Stephen Hahn, who led the FDA in getting Moderna approved, now he's basically flagship pioneering CEO that runs Moderna. Look at Dr. Mark McLaren, was a former the FDA commissioner from 02 to 04. He was the same one that basically is on the Johnson & Johnson seat now. I mean, there's so much out there that shows you everything is completely compromised with this. So then you have to ask the million-dollar question. If these people are this compromised and the FDA is this compromised and the U.S. government's basically this compromised now and we know this whole thing is a complete and total sham, why in the world would you submit to this? And it's become very evident that comfort has been the god now of this current generation. Comfort. I mean that sincerely. Nobody wants to have any conflict. Nobody wants to rock the boat. Everybody wants to stay comfortable. Like Dad was talking about down there in Sarasota. Well, I want to travel. I'm going to give shots. I'm going to travel. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I miss traveling. There's certain things that I think a lot of us miss doing. And you could still do curling. You could still drive around. We'll see what happens with interstate commerce. But it reached a point to where how far are you willing to stand for your convictions? Are you just immediately going to give in and submit and go, nah, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm just going to get the shot and get the booster shot and get the next booster shot and get my carbon passport. I mean, does nobody else see where this is going? This is going to a point where they're not going to allow you to do anything unless you have this stuff, unless we stand back up and push back. And that's exactly what's going on right now. So I'm so proud of these individuals I'm hearing about in the TSA that are saying no, these airline pilots that are saying no, the military that's saying no. I stand with you, and I fully encourage you to stand up on this. It's so, so important. And now we're seeing the level of – I saw that this is actually kind of a, a humorous topic. And uh, I saw it the other day, last night. Somebody sent me the link, and uh, Bobblehead Fauci was on Fox News, of course, because you know Fox has to keep their narrative going as well. And Fauci declared basically that anybody that questions him or doesn't like him is basically denying reality and spreading conspiracy theories. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's what he said. <laughs> so – you don't listen to what I say or you don't agree with what I say. You deny science and you're a conspiracy theorist when this man is the poster child for flip-flopping and not following any science whatsoever. The same one who came up with the six-foot rule, the occult six in the every window, every door, every floor, everywhere you go. The same one that said masks don't work, then said mask work, then said you don't have to wear a mask to get the shot. Then you need to wear the mask if you get the shot. This guy has done nothing but a full-blown psychop on the American populace. But this is, granted, this is textbook psychological warfare. You come out now on national television and you say, what I say is facts, everything I say is true. If you don't believe me, you're basically a right-wing terrorist. Remember, George W., you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. You're the support invading Iraq and firebombing them or you're, you're a terrorist. You support a... It's a 20-year-long military endeavor in the Middle East to control the oil and control the lithium 
and control the popping completely and totally, maintain central reserve banks and put in new central reserve banks in the Middle East, or you're with the terrorists. That's what they do every time, isn't it? What they do now, you're either vaccinated or you're the unclean, unvaccinated. You're, you're spreading the pandemic. This is what they do every time. They give you an ultimatum choice. You can't be a libertarian free thinker. Oh, no, 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 no. That's why the two-party system, you got the Dems and the Republicans. You always have to have this one side or the other side. This is how they put everybody in the situation. And now we've reached a point where you have to be on one of those sides when it comes to truth and freedom and basically the American way. There is no more option anymore. We've, we've been put in that position now. And so, again, I encourage everybody, continue to get the truth and the information out there as much as you can. You don't have to look very hard to figure out what's happening. I mean, I saw an article now earlier over in New York. Remember, for the last month and a half, there's been this ongoing litigation between these two parents, mom and a dad, and getting divorced and uh, custody of their three-year-old daughter. And finally now, the New York judge has now said that the father is not allowed to visit the daughter and have custody rights if he does not get the injection unless – He wants to get a PCR test done every single week and a biweekly antigen test every within 24 hours of every other weekend visits. And all of it has to be on his cost, and all of it has to be documented and submitted beforehand before it comes to his week because they basically have joint you know custody every other week. Yeah, and so he's basically going to compromise now because he said he can't afford to get PCR tests and antigen tests done every single week. It's going to be thousands of dollars a month basically an aggregate that he has to show documentation of every single time. This is where they're taking it, guys. Think about that for a second. This is his daughter. This is his blood. This isn't a stepchild. This isn't a foster child. This is his daughter. So if you think for one second that they're going to stop with, oh, you just got to get the shot and it's done. They are going to take it all the way. Also, too, in other news, another reason why I continually encourage everybody to make sure you're staying strong, you're staying active, and you're also practicing and training whatever you need to work on, including, you know, gun drills, tactical training, whatever you need to do, you need to be doing it. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott now has warned the American people that residents in border countries are facing significant threat to their homes and lives. There's now the reports that the Mexican drug cartel are now having active gunfight engagements back and forth across the border. From their shooting from their side of the border, National Guard are getting in gunfights on our side of the border. Yeah, because remember, you know, ATF gave the Mexican drug cartel, what was it, 2,500 machine guns and 50 caliber weapons? That was just on one of their Operation Fast and the Furious. There's been numerous cases now that have come out. Oh, yeah. Remember, that's what the ATF is designed to do. They're designed to incarcerate the American public for exercising their Second Amendment rights, and they're there to fund and continue the drug and weapons trafficking all over the country and basically into Mexico domestically. It doesn't take much to research to figure out how compromised ATF is. There's absolutely zero reason the ATF should even exist. Remember when ATF was about to be completely disbanded after the Ruby Ridge fiasco, they had to come up with some reason so they could justify to Congress their pathetic existence of an alphabet agency. So they went and basically tried to concoct a story 
that basically that the Branch Davidians in Waco, Texas, were building machine guns. Zero evidence, zero proof, zero anything whatsoever. So they said, well, we got to say it's for the kids. We're going to say that they're in there basically molesting kids. And David Koresh was weird. He basically had this underage wife. The whole I'm not saying he wasn't a complete and total weirdo. But they used that as an excuse to go in and do a full-blown ATF raid that ended up in a massive gunfight. And then, of course, you guys know the rest of the story. Well, isn't it ironic that haven't seen the ATF go down and manage any of their Mexican drug cartel buddies that we gave all the machine guns to? Yeah, they're not down there, are they? Oh, I haven't seen them up in Chicago anytime recently, handling the 30 to 40 to 50 shootings every single weekend. Oh, yeah, they're not up there either. That's right. They're, they're trying to figure out ways to reclassify AR-15s that have pistol braces on them so they can grade your rifle like a report card so they can tell you what you can and can't have on your rifle. Yeah, that, that's right. That, that's what they currently do. So, again, and, and – um, Dave Hodges has brought this up repeatedly and has talked about what's happened before with the drug cartels and how he, in his opinion, he thinks they're poisoning up a lot of the drug cartels to be able to move across the border once significant things happen and basically stuff starts to collapse. So, again, that's why I encourage you. Make sure you're stocked up on some backup food. Make sure you got backup ammo. Make sure you have reliable weapons platforms that you have trained with and you know how to handle them in malfunctions they jam basically reloading quickly getting shoot tar- you know good target acquisition in, in a reasonable time long range shooting as well these are all things that are required of the american patriot and again i encourage everybody continue to get the truth out there and stand up for what you believe and get on one side or the other Choose your line on this. If you're going to submit and you're going to say, listen, I'm, I'm going to go down that road of tyranny. I don't want to be inconvenienced and I don't want to be uncomfortable. I'm going to go that route. That is your choice. I don't agree with it. and You may not agree with me, but that is your choice. But it's also, too, if you choose to stick on the other side of freedom, it's also your requirement to stand your ground on that because if we've got patriots that are saying we got your back we're going to stand this we got to be able to rely on everybody guys i mean that sincerely you can't be relying on people and all of a sudden you turn around and go dude i thought you were guarding this area man i don't want to do this anymore this is boring this is way too uncomfortable for me i'm going to the other side now whoa they call you a turncoat that's unacceptable behavior. That's not something we can deal with right now. So thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Thank you for standing up for truth and freedom. We really appreciate the support. What's your next story, Dad? You know, yesterday I had the opportunity to go visit a guy named Paul down in, you know, uh, you know, city south of here. And, and we went to a Patriot church, and it was a pretty good sermon. And I, I agree with most of it. And, and I, I'm, I'm agree with you, Austin. You know, we've got to basically support one another. We've got to basically be part of each other's family. I mean, I had a fellow call me up this morning, send me a text, said, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm part of your family, and you guys are. I prayed for you this morning. I mean, if people don't listen to the show, if they don't support health masters, if they don't, you know, pray for us, I'm, I'm not going to support them back. I'm not going to do it. You think, well, why would you not? Because I'm too busy doing other things. You know, why would I support somebody who's basically going to be, you know, condemning me or criticizing me or, or being mad at me all the time? And I've got all of you guys that are my family members. It's kind of like having that weird uncle. You know, everybody's got that weird uncle or that weird aunt. And you, you invite them to a party once or twice and, 
they come in and they're like throwing a bucket of ice water on the party and they walk around and they do weird things. They hang on the people and they engage people in conversation. They can't get rid of them and they ask these unbelievably weirdo questions. And he thinks after a couple of parties like that, you start going, uh, wait a minute. Maybe I don't want to invite that person to the party anymore. Maybe this is not something I want to be involved with. Maybe this particular relative ain't who I thought they were. And that, it happens all the time with all of us. You see, and that's why I support you guys. And I want to thank you that you get your multiple vitamins and your D and your C and your zinc and your potassium iodine from Health Masters and your toothpaste from Health Masters. Guys, if you guys, if everybody listening would buy a tube of toothpaste, which you're already buying anyhow every month from Health Masters, it would pay for the show. Just a tube of toothpaste. You say, well, that's silly, Ted. I know it's silly. I'm trying to be silly here. That's why I'm saying that. Do something to support this broadcast. This is this is your broadcast. You know, I, we have, we host it, but this is your broadcast. It's for you guys. It's for my family. That that's that's what we do. We're trying to bring you guys the message, and that's why we put so much Jesus into it because we want you to know that we're going to be here promoting Christ, regardless of what other people think or what other people do. We're going to be promoting Jesus. By the way, this is kind of ridiculous. You know, Superman's gone gay now. You know that. We talked about that last week. But now he's also changing his motto to to truth, justice, and not the American way anymore. It's going to be truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. So we got a gay Superman now who's dumped the American flag and dumped everything about America who basically wants to promote wakeness and wokeness and everything else everywhere. I mean, unbelievable. America has literally turned into the land of the free and home of the brave to a land of the slaves and home of the cowards. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's true. The entitlement majority of basically all of them are now calling themselves victims, and that's what they've done. We did a show a couple of weeks ago, and we said, are you a victim or are you a victor? And, you know, it's the truth, isn't it? I mean, are we going to be a victim or are we going to be a victor? I mean, God gave us victory through Christ. We're not a victim anymore, but so many people want to be victims. I mean, I mean, it's really sad. You know, you know, there was a young lady who was in her 30s. She died a few weeks ago, and I feel horrible for her and her family. I really do. I mean, this 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 lady was basically a, one of the she wanted to be the best mother she could possibly be, and she knew how bad the vaccines were. She knew how dangerous they were. She knew she could lose her life from those, but she chose to take the vaccine anyhow, and they basically stripped her way her rights away and they forced her to take the vaccine but she still took it she had been, been vehemently opposed to taking the vaccine knowing that she was in good health in a young age and she wasn't in risk of serious illness but she decided she was going to take this because she wanted to maintain her lifestyle and eventually it cost her her life and she died in her 30s now you think what what see, is it her fault what well, whose whose fault is it you know, could she have pulled her kids because she wanted to keep them in the school system? Could she have pulled her kids out of the satanic school system and homeschooled them, you know, who, that, that was mandating these shots? You know, she could have done anything besides take the shots, couldn't she? So what are you going to do? Are you going to be like Colin Powell who took the shot and supposedly got sick and died from it? Or are you going to start making choices that I'm not going to do this anymore? I'm not going to live like this anymore. We got we to gotta get this. Remember, nearly like I said earlier, nearly 40 percent of the California state workers are unvaccinated against this this covid despite what Newsom's trying to do over there and we need to just stand our ground right now we really have had a huge uprising from the grassroots level of people saying no we're not going to do this because we don't want our fertility rates to keep going down and have all these women who can't have kids even get worse fertility rates have hit a new record low in england and wales and you ain't seen nothing yet 
Give it about 10 more years with all these kill shots and all these ovaries are being attacked, and you're going to find out just how low fertility rates can go and how quickly they can replace the population in England with, how should I say, Somalians and people basically who have no IQ and who basically will destroy the entire genetic pool over there. By the way, California's environmental laws now and are basically causing, they say, a lot of these container shipping crises because of what they're saying with the new trucks that have to be in California. I personally think that may be part of it, but I also believe that a lot of that has to do with the fact that China is running these ports and China is just not unloading these, these, these containers because for various reasons they're trying to stop up the supply line because their masters, the Rothschilds, are telling them to do so. In addition to that, the FDA is delaying Moderna now, which is really a good thing for young teens, pending innovation into heart inflammation side effects. Again, it goes back to drinking that glass of water that's poison or not drinking the glass of water that's poison. Are you really going to take a chance of giving your child myocarditis because you want to inject them or force them to take the vaccine? The answer is no to me. And by the way, in Taiwan now, they're reporting more deaths from vaccinations than from COVID. COVID. By the way, the global supply chain now are saying that they're warning of systemic collapse and shortages of everything. We told you that was going to happen. It's all part of controlling the velocity of money and avoiding hyperinflation as they bring in their, quote, unquote, under their new world order and their new monetary funding through the International Monetary Fund and their new banking system and their new currency and their new religion. Guys, listen to me. Today's show is a little bit on the preaching side, so I hope you enjoyed that. But guys, listen to me. It's all about Jesus. It has to be about Jesus. He's the only hope we have. God reset the timeline twice on this planet, once with Noah and once with Jesus. That's how much God wanted us to realize how important Jesus was. I love you guys. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely awesome. We'll also go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And giving everybody a heads up, if you haven't seen it on the front page of the website, we do have our original formula, prostate support, back in stock. We were using a replacement with another brand for a short period of time while we were trying to get the batch finished with the prostate support. So that is now back on the website and basically is going full tilt now selling uh everybody's been scooping it up they know what it is they know how good it is and so we've continued to let everybody know the prostate support is back in stock and also too the super potent e is product of the week if you guys have seen that that is also on sale right now so be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com if you guys need anything on there and thank you again and I, just, I get a lot of emails. A lot of people are just sending me updates on stuff that's going on. I encourage everybody, again, stand up for your truth. Stand up for your freedom. As we've seen a lot, it makes absolutely zero sense whatsoever to take an injection that you already have gotten antibodies to. The whole concept of natural immunity has been completely and totally thrown in the trash from a 100 years of scientific research We've now completely and totally left research behind. That's why I laugh all the time. I hear, oh, trust the science. I'm like, bro, the term science anymore is a completely and totally useless word. It doesn't even mean anything anymore, clearly, because people just say whatever they want. It's science. Men can have babies now. They can birth babies. I'm like, no, they can't. Like, you have a female that basically decides she wants to pretend she's a dude. She can't have a baby. But this whole concept of twisting the ideas and twisting the real truth of what's going on and calling it science 
It's full, fully idiotic. What it's designed to do is it's designed to confuse and undermine the real principles we've had in this country, especially for the next generation. So, again, thank you for the support. Healthmasters.com. Also, yes, the vitamin C powder's on sale as well right now, too, at Healthmasters. So be sure to check that out. And as we're starting to see these things unfold very quickly now, I mean, we saw what happened last year happen pretty quick as we see more people now starting to wake up. I just encourage everybody over the next month, month and a half, really dig down deep and analyze yourself. And I mean this sincerely. Look at what you really truly believe and what you stand for and your values and your principles. And I've said this before. Write stuff down. Write it down. Write a paragraph down. Write stuff down in a journal. Take notes. Put down a comment. This is what's going on right now. This is what I truly believe. This is where I'm going to stand firm on this. Here's the date. And what happens is in a month or two months or three months, you start looking at stuff. You start thinking about different things. Go back to your journal. Write it down. Say, man, look, look how convicted I was right here. Look at what I wrote down on this. Continue to hold on your convictions because those are what they cannot ever take away from you. You have to voluntarily give those up. Thank you for the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.